Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Bienvenidos a Sobrenetos Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Dee, y el día de hoy hablaremos de un caso que sucedió en Chicago, Illinois. The holiday season is meant to be spent with family and friends, making memories and enjoying the wonderful Christmas spirit. But what happens when the holiday season feels lonesome and drives a teenager to anger and rage? This week we talk about the gruesome crime that happened on Christmas morning and the tragic case of Sylvester Diaz Hernandez. As you can tell, today I'm recording this episode on my own. Due to scheduling and conflicts with audio, we weren't able to record together. So today it's just going to be me, Denise, telling you a crime case that happened in 2013. Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. Sylvester Diaz Hernandez moved to Chicago from Mexico when he was 17 or 18 years old. He met his wife in Chicago, but after his divorce, he moved back and forth between Chicago and Atlanta. He was a father to six children, two of which were his biological children and four who were his stepdaughters from his wife's previous marriage. According to his daughter, Selena, she told news outlets, quote, he was a fun, loving person. He loved joking around, with all of us. Sylvester loved movies. He also loved to, you know, eat takeout food, play soccer, and just enjoy family time by making family barbecues. His son, Silvestre Abel Diaz, told Homicide Watch Chicago, quote, he was big bonded, but had a soft heart. A dad is a son's first hero and a daughter's first love. After his divorce, he met a woman in Chicago and moved in with her short. This woman isn't mentioned by name in any of the articles I found, but she is referred to as Alexis's aunt, and that's how I will be referring to her in this episode. In the summer of 2013, 18-year-old Alexis Valdez asked his aunt if he could move in with her after being kicked out of his parents' home. Both his aunt and her boyfriend, Silvestre, agreed to him moving into the home. However, 
there was three conditions that he had to follow in order to live with him. The three conditions consisted of one, going to school because school was very important to them, two, to get a job, and three, to contribute to the household expenses. After agreeing to the living situations, they provided Alexis with a room in the basement, basically giving him his own space in their home. Shortly after Alexis moving in, he enrolled in school again, found a job, and began to give them money for living in their home. However, it was short-lived. Since he started to skip school again, he dropped out, he quit his job, began to party, and did not contribute any money to food or expenses within the home. This began to cause issues within the home. The family began to argue and the police were being called to the home many times. A neighbor recalls seeing a car in front of the home one day and the next morning, the car's windows were smashed and vandalized. It turns out that the car belonged to Alexis's aunt. In mid-December, Alexis's aunt had had enough. She told Alexis that he wasn't holding his end of the bargain. So therefore, he needed to find somewhere else to live. However, Silvestre gave Alexis till Christmas to start packing and figure out a plan of what he wanted to do next. On Christmas Eve, Alexis's aunt had gone out to a Christmas party and Silvestre left the home to visit relatives, leaving Alexis home alone. The fact that Alexis was left alone began to enrage him. He began to drink very heavily throughout the night and getting even more upset as the hours went by. He was very upset at the fact that his aunt had kicked him out, especially during Christmas time. As the night progressed, Alexis finished all of the beer within the home, and he just waited until the family returned. Shortly after finishing the beer, Silvestre arrived on Christmas Day. It's unclear to know what time he arrived, but Silvestre opened the fridge and noticed that there wasn't any beer left in the fridge. He ended up asking Alexis to accompany him to a nearby gas station to buy more beer. Before walking out of the door, Alexis grabbed a hammer and hid it behind the front door. When they both returned home, he let the door open and let Silvestre walk through the door. As Alexis walked through the door too, he grabbed the hammer that was hidden behind the door and swung it over his head with full force, hitting Silvestre in the back of his head. The hit to the head knocked Silvestre to the floor, leaving a gaping hole in the back of his skull. Alexis continued to hit him with the hammer approximately 10 more times until he became exhausted and making sure Silvestre was dead. Alexis closed all the blinds of the home and began blasting loud music to avoid having the neighbors hear the horror that was about to happen in the home. Alexis began to gouge out Sylvester's eyes with his fingers and used the butcher knife to cut off his ears, nose, mouth, arm, and hands. And to make matters worse, he began to use a saw and the butcher knife to decapitate Sylvester's head. Alexis takes Sylvester's head and places it on his aunt's bedside. Alexis told detectives that he, quote, wanted to leave his aunt a present. Alexis then continues to dismember the rest of the body, and once he was done, he called 911 
to report the gruesome murder. During the 911 call, he told the operator that he had a dead body in his home. The operator then asked him if he can attempt CPR. Alexis then laughed and said the body had been decapitated. When police arrived to the scene, they found Alexis covered in blood, sitting in his front porch with an iPad. When police asked him what was going on, he responded, quote, Shouldn't you arrest me before you ask me any questions? The officer then continues and says, Why should we arrest you? Alexis then responded, quote, Because I killed a man and he's in the basement. Alexis then throws the iPad on the ground, cracking the screen, before being detained. In court, Assistant State Attorney Kingsley Sawyer told the judge, quote, The defendant also admitted that he was angry at his aunt and at the victim. He also said that if his aunt had come home and seen the victim's body, that he would also killed her as well. On February 2016, 21-year-old Alexis Valdez was charged with first-degree murder and was sentenced to 33 years in prison for the murder of Silvestre Diaz Hernandez. Selena Diaz, Silvestre's daughter, told Sun-Times, quote, My father was a good person. He never did anything to anyone. All he wanted was to be with me and my brother. He didn't deserve this at all. He was a good father. He did what he could for me and my brother. He did the best to provide for both of us. He did his best to provide for us after he and my brother lost our mother. Sylvester's stepdaughter, Melissa Edwards, told Homicide Watch Chicago, quote, We lost our mother in November 2012 to lupus, and he was there every step of the way. Now that he was taken from us, all six of his kids are left with no parent figures in her life. He will be truly missed. Silvestre Abel Diaz told Homicide Watch Chicago, quote, On Christmas Eve, me and a few family members got the last call he will ever receive from him. He called me at 4.05 a.m. and left me a voicemail. Hearing the voicemail makes me want to hug him really bad. He always told me he loved me. He always said it. A million times. Our hearts go out to Sylvester's family, his friends, his children, and anyone who has been touched by his case. Sylvester seemed like a wonderful human being who had much to love and to give and was willing to lend a helping hand to those in need. May his loved ones find peace during this difficult time. This was a tragic case of Silvestre Diaz Hernandez. Well, I got the feeling something went really wrong mm -hmm. because the paramedics going inside and coming back empty-handed. We just see the, you know, like the the fear of the boy, you know, being arrested and put him in the squad car. Before all this happened, yeah, they were four times. They've been called four times, like disturbing, you know, disturbing call from that house. My wife says it's, it's hard to believe like people do like that on Christmas, you know. And that was the case for this week. Again, our hearts go out to the family and to anybody who's been affected by this case. Um, truly losing a family member during the holidays is very heart-wrenching. Um, but I can only imagine to lose somebody this way is horrendous. Um, it is horrible. It's, it's just unfathomed. 
to believe that there's people out there that that are willing to do these type of things due to their own selfish needs um so to us and 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 to everybody um we truly wish that this family finds peace in, in all of this um i know that the holidays must be a very horrible time for them because of what happened um because nobody in this world deserves to feel this way or go through this in general so again our hearts go out to them and um if you want to talk about this case or anything regarding the uh, cases that we've talked about before, you can always contact us on our social media platforms. You can go to our Twitter or X as it's known now, um, our threads, our Instagram, and our TikTok. You can find us as at SBSM underscore podcast, or you can find us on Facebook as Sobrinsumacabo Podcast. Um, and you can just, you know, leave us a message, leave us a comment, um, or you could even email us. Our email information will be on our you know, contact list. Um, but yeah, we are open to have a conversation with you regarding this case or any of the other cases that we've talked about within the last you know, 93 episodes, I think. Um, but yeah, we're open to have the conversation with you guys in regards to anything and everything. Um, once again, we thank you for listening. We thank you for sharing these episodes and and just overall talking about these cases because most of these aren't known and um, get very little coverage. So again, our hearts go out to the family, to the friends, and thank you so much for listening. Um, If you want to listen to the 93 episodes that we have in our catalog, you can um, listen through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you stream podcasts, just type in Sobrinus Macabre Podcast and we should be the first to pop up. Or you can also download the Latina Podcaster Network app. Just go to your app store and then type in Latina Podcaster Network app, download it, and then type in Sobrinus Macabre Podcast on the research uh, lupa on the podcast app. And uh, you will find our, all of our 94 episodes Um, as well as find new creators that talk about finance, dating, mental health, everything and everything, you know, just listen to them. They're amazing podcast creators out there and they're all Latino based. So, you know, there's a little bit of everything for everyone. And if you can, and if it's possible, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Um, They really do help us in the long run and it helps us share stories and cases with other people if you like our podcast if there's anything that we can change you know we love the feedback and with that um i think that's it uh thank you so much for listening i know it's a bit awkward when it's just me recording the podcast but we didn't want to leave you guys empty-handed today so uh yeah hopefully um you guys don't mind and um hopefully it wasn't too much of an awkward episode i know it's it's there's no conversation here going on but like i said we didn't want to leave you guys without an episode and um ali sends you know her apologies for not being able to you know record or have like these little technical issues so uh yeah we'll talk to you guys next week it'll be back to normal and um until then uh have a great weekend and we'll see you guys next week so uh bye and stay spooky